Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is John Rosenberg. Uh, Rosenberg. Bienvenidos. The, um, John Rosenberg podcast. Bienvenue. Uh, John Rosenberg podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate the help and the love for all my listeners around the United States, around the world, South America, Central America, the Caribbean islands. Thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about Rafael Trujillo, I repeat, Rafael Trujillo out of Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. Now, uh, those of us who've been to Santo Domingo, you're already aware of the discrimination and the stupidity of Dominicans, primarily the Dominican government. I'm not saying all Dominicans are racist. Um, yeah, we all have biases as human beings. We all have biases and prejudice as human beings. It depends how you was raised and your life experience. But Dominican have this racism and this prejudice towards Haitians and Black American. Those of us who Black American who go to Dominican public for pleasure, I would advise you not to go there for pleasure. Now, if you're doing business, I get it. I understand your hustle. I'm not going to knock your game. But for pleasure, I would rather you go to Jamaica, Bermuda, Barbados, St. Croix. I would advise you to go to those islands instead of going to Dominican Republic. Now, Rafael Chirillo was born on October 24, 1891. He died on May 30th, 1961. I repeat, he was born on October 24, 1891. He died on May 30th, 1961. His nickname was El Cheche. El Cheche means in Spanish the chief or the boss. He ruled for 31 years as a dictator and he was best friend with Batista in the United States. Now, he was assassinated. Hey, like I said, if you don't play by the rules, you'll be assassinated. So I know the U.S. was behind it allegedly, okay? Allegedly, the U.S. was behind his assassination. Now, he's a man who, he's a mulatto, by the way. Let me be clear on that. Mulatto mean, um, for the French word, it mean brown. But nowadays, it's a mixed race. So, America, uh, the island, when Christopher Columbus conquered the island in 1492, you guys have to know what transpired before 1492. You must understand what people we were prior to Columbus invaded the island, which he named Española. Um, the, the, then they end up to calling it Santo Domingo, which um, in translation means Holy Sunday. Now, as of now, there's nothing holy about Santo Domingo. Let's be clear on that. There's nothing holy about Santo Domingo. Now, before Columbus got here, yes, it was a holy land. Like I told you, this land was called the milk of honey. The Americas were called the land of milk of honey. Primarily Haiti and all the Caribbean islands in Central America and South America. They was called the milk of honey. They don't use that term for Africa or Asia. That being said, Trujillo, Pende, Maricón, Buen La Sister. Those of us who speak Spanish know exactly what I'm saying. He was a racist bastard. He's a man who ruled... Um, Santo Domingo with an iron fist, just like Batista ruled Cuba with an iron fist. Now, with Batista, he was elected first. Then he became a dictator because America was behind him um, from 1954 to 1959 when Castro took over the, the uh, for, uh, Castro overthrew his government. Now, you're going to say, what is the correlation between 
Wafio Pendejo to Hilo with Batista Pendejo Marikong. Uh, Batista, what is the correlation? They're both Pendejos. They're both racist as hell. So uh, in 1959, the news of 1959, uh, Batista flew out to um, Santo Domingo to escape Castro. So to Hilo, in the 1930s, he killed between 20 to 30,000 Haitians. I repeat, during the 1930s, Chirilo uh, assassinated, or uh, not assassinated, but killed between 20,000 to 30,000 Haitian citizens uh, with the, the infamous Parsley Massacre. You can look up Parsley Massacre, like the uh, Parsley um, Vegetable, uh, Parsley Massacre, where he murdered over 20,000 20, to 30,000 Haitian. Now, Haitian citizen, let me advise you. Now, this thing has been going on for a century now, since 1930, since 1830, when um, Dominican uh, become a, a, repu- a republic, and they, they spread, at one time, there was one, a one nation, but because of a bigotry with Spain and, 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 um, and France, in France, they divide the island, which I was looking back. I think we should have stayed with, with uh, under Spanish rule because we would have been one nation. But either way, we was fucked up. Either way, is one of the evils, one of the lesser evils. Whether you was French or in the Spaniard killed many people, and the Spaniards occupied the island for about 200 years prior to the uh, the French coming there. I'll say 300 years they occupied the island, so they wanted to. Uh, divide the island, the French take the east side and uh, the Spaniards take the west side of the island. Now, Dominicans, I'm going to address you guys personally because you Dominicans are Pendejo Maricón, Muenga Sister. You Dominicans are Pendejos. Not all of you, but most of you, especially the older Dominicans who are in your 60s and your 70s, who are in your, 40, in your 50s, 60s and 70s. Those Dominicans, those are the ones I'm going to address the most. Because if you're under your 40s, you may not know about Rafael Trujillo, especially if you was born in the state. Now, if you was born in San Domingo, you may have known about him. You may, you may know about him because they teach you that in, in school. Now, if you're a rich Dominican, that was your man because it, at that time, he, uh, the economy was doing good. He, he, he did a lot of good things for the rich Dominican. Let me, let me advise you. Not the average Dominican, but the rich Dominicans who were um, mixed with Spanish blood and, and French blood, he did pretty well from there. And those white people that live in, in Dominican Republic, he did very well for them. He did very well for America. He was American. America was using him in, 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 in the island. America, he was, he, I was supporting him for, for quite a while. Um, they had some fallout. Um, then that's how he was assassinated. But like I said, you know America, if you don't, do by, if you don't obey by their rules, you will be assassinated. Um, he had a he he did a coup. Uh, he went after uh, the Venezuelan president, Romalio. Um, he went after Romalio out of Venezuela. There, there was an assassination attempt on of uh, the Venezuelan president in 1960. He went after him and he killed a couple. He killed a couple of journalists in Mexico. I will put their name on the on the on the program. Once you go look at the pack, as I'll have the name listed. Um, the people that he killed, those um, journalists that he killed in Mexico. Now, El Cheche El Pendejo, um, Rafael Trujillo, he was a dictator for 31 years in Santo Domingo. 
A lot of Dominicans will tell you that, oh, I'm not racist. My, you know, now some of them, they are not racist. Let me get, they, they, I would say not racist. They are not prejudiced. Those, even when they come to America, those of us who deal with Dominican on the East Coast, uh, whether you live in Nueva York, which is New York, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, those of us who interact with Dominicans, you know that from, from, from jump, they have this prejudice towards their own blackness. Um, I was talking to one of them. She, she's as dark as me. She, I'm not even dark. I'm light brown. But she was really dark than me. She was like, oh, I don't date Moreno. I'm like, what? You're not even, black. You're not even white. So that being said, they have this, um, this pressure. Just like the Cubans have this pressure towards black Americans and black that reside in Cuba. They're very racist. Um, like I said, they are more racist than those southern, southern whites in America. I'm not trying to pass it. Uh, uh, like I said, black American have to be aware of that. When you travel overseas, you have to understand the history behind those countries. So that way you won't be bamboozled. As of late, as of recently, there have been a lot of murders in Santo Domingo. Um, like I said, I'm not going to go into the details. Those of us who watch the, the evening news know that there have been a lot of death out of Santo Domingo. So I would advise black American, Haitian in particular... And an African who, who don't know the history, who want to go there for pleasure, I would advise you go to some other islands. But don't go to Santo Domingo. But like I said, if you're a businessman or woman who want to do business over there, that's your prerogative. I can tell you what to do. You're a grown man, a grown woman. So if that's what you want to do, hey, two issues on. But I would advise you not to go there and live there because you might get caught up in the sauce. A lot of Dominicans, they will tell you Haitian this, Haitian that. Let me break this thing down. Yes, there have been Haitian who goes there with no papers, which I've talked about before. When you go to a country with no documentation as a person of color, <laughs> we're not talking about the so-called whites. You're going to catch some hell. I don't care what country you go to, whether you go to China, you go to Japan, whether you go to the South America, the Caribbean island, you don't go with no papers. People are going to mistreat you as a black person. White people will be different. And that's why I would advise every Asian citizen not to go there for pleasure because the history between Dominican and we are the same people. A lot of Dominicans won't tell you that. Oh, they make you think that Haitian and them are two different people. No, we're not the same. We are the same bloodline. We are the, I repeat, we are the same people. A lot of Dominicans, not all of them, now let me be objective here, not all of them say that, but most of them, they will tell you, especially in America, where if you've never been to the island, those are oh, those are uh, Haitianos up oh, here. Haitianos, no good. They will tell you that, and Cubans are like that too. Cubans will say that by Haitian also. So Chirillo killed about twenty to thirty thousand Haitian in the nineteen thirties, and that's why I didn't know growing up. I didn't know about Chirillo. I'd never heard of the name Chirillo until I got to the United States, and I started doing some digging. Um, I was checking on Batista, then his name popped up. I said, you know what? Let me look into this guy. You know, he's from San Domingo. Why not? You know, I'm checking, I'm researching Batista. His name pop up because him and Batista had a relationship. Like I told you earlier in the podcast, during Batista's reign, they was best buddies. And Batista took a lot of wealth to Santo Domingo with him in 1959. Those of us who are Cuban nationals already know that already. Those of us who are not Cuban nationals who live in America or over the world, if you're not a political science, you don't study uh, history, you may not, not, not know of it. Me, I was not aware of it until I got to the States, until I started digging on Batista regime, because Batista was a pendejo, and went, uh, that it was a racist, 
He killed a lot of people. He killed over 20,000 people in Cuba. So um, that being said, that's the correlation between Trujillo, Wifield Trujillo, and Batista. They both were dictators. Now, Batista, for Batista's sake, he didn't start as, uh, as a dictator. He became a dictator. But Trujillo started as a dictator. He ruled Santo Domingo with an iron fist. I repeat, Rafael Trujillo ruled Santo Domingo with an iron fist. For 31 years, he ruled Santo Domingo. And he was very racist. He was a bigot. El Tupido Maricón. So even him, if you go to the museum in, in Santo Domingo, they will show you um, his motorcade and and. And he used to use powder, according to people that was there at that time. They still have it in the museum. He used to use uh, powder in his face to make his face look more El Blanco white. So to make his face look more white, he used like powder on his skin. But he was a mulatto. I keep saying mulatto is a mixed race. Most Haitian and Dominicans are mulattoes. And Cuban too, Puerto Ricans, the list goes on and on. Because our people were invaded uh, were raped, our women were raped by the Spaniards, the French, the English, the Dutch, our people, and the Portuguese, our women were raped. So that's why you see a lot of mixture among our people. And we are the most beautiful people by far and the first of the earth. And that's why me, I would say, it would be better for us to unite as Dominican and Haitian to have one nation. But a lot of Dominicans going to be against it. You know, maybe the future Dominican may say, you know what? We've been fighting for 100 plus years. It's not, what does it benefit us as, as Dominican and Haitian? It does that benefit us nada, not a damn thing. It does not benefit us a, nothing, spiritually, mentally, and financially. It does not uh, uh, benefit us. Other, oh, who's getting rich in Dominican? It's the white um, Dominicans over there, just like Cuba, just like Haiti, those white, those mulattoes uh, that's in power. They're the ones that benefit from this conflict. We as a regular Dominicans and we as Haitians, we don't benefit from that. So that's why you have to educate your children to let them know what took place in the past for them to have a better understanding what, what would happen in the future. And don't, put that, don't poison your children's mind with this, uh, this Moreno, Moreno bullshit, you know, this black and white bullshit. All you have to tell your, your children is that there's a good people in this world, regardless of race and class and religious belief. There are good people, there are bad people in every culture, in every ethnicity. So that's what you got to tell your children. Don't try this colorism. And colorism is very bad for the Caribbean as a whole. But Dominican, they, 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 they mestizo, they this, they that. They are one confused people. They have a lot of class and uh, different class they go by. Mestizos, this Indian debt, buffoonery. A lot of them, they believe in this nonsense because it was preached down to them when they were young and they grew up with this mindset that they're better than Haitian. But one day they felt to realize that Haiti and, and Dominican public are in the same island. Those of us who've never been to uh, the island of Santo Domingo or Haiti don't even know that. When you look at the geography, you know that Haiti is located on the east coast of the island. And Dominican is located on the west coast of the island, but they are the same island. It's like saying that here in Jacksonville, um, somebody that live in Clay County, or you say, oh, they're different people, but they were, they're all Floridians. We are Floridian. Or somebody that live downtown, or somebody that live in Arlington, those of us who reside in Jacksonville, we say, oh, they're different people. No, they're all Floridians. That's the stupidity among 
Dominican, they will make you think that in Haitian and them because of their light skin color. Not all of them are light skin. 95% of them are dark skin. But a lot of them will make you think that because of the lighter complexion. A lot of there's a lot of Haitian who have light complexion, but the media don't show you that. They only show you the dark skin Haitian. You know that they all show you out the part, the poorest part of Haiti, which is Cite Soleil, City of Sun. That's why they show you. Now Haiti is, is a very diverse culture, very diverse people. We have dark skin Haitian, we have really a blonde, you know, light light skin Haitian, almost too white, and we have like you know light brown Haitian. So we are very diverse as a people. So don't don't fall into this narrative that all Haitian are dark skin. If you do that, you do yourself a disservice because we are so diverse as a people. Culturally and physically, we are very diverse. So Dominican, Dominican who, who never been to the Dominican, Dominican that was born here, they may not know the history of Haiti and, and Dominican Republic. But Dominican that was born in Dominican Republic, I know your parents told you what had took place. And Haitian that live in Haiti, like my brother goes there for vacation and he was asking me why I haven't been to the center. I said, I have no need to be. I'm not going to open a business there. I'm not going to go there for pleasure. That's just my belief. And that's that's my stance. Now, I might change my mind in a couple of years, uh, maybe a couple of years. Who knows? But as of now, I have no interest of going to Santo Domingo, even Cuba. In the Bahamas, the way they treat Haitian are very bad. But primarily, we talk about Santo Domingo. Um, there's nothing holy about it. It's Holy Sunday. That's the translation. There's nothing holy about it. It used to be holy before Christopher Columbus. And the whole island was holy. Uh, they call it IET, that was the original, uh, the, the IET, that was the original name. And they changed to Española. But that being said, Rafael Trujillo was a dictator, a racist at heart. And he was a mulatto who ruled um, Santo Domingo for 31 years. Cause he was born in 1891. He died, he was assassinated mostly by the U.S., allegedly, uh, 1961. So his, his nickname was El Cheche, translation, the chief or the boss. That's the nickname they call him, El Cheche. So he was best friend with uh, Batista. Um, him and Batista was best buddies. And he was supported by the U.S. Now, the, the, the rich Dominican, would, they, they, would lo- they love him because, you know, during that time, a lot of them make a lot of money, but the average Dominican, they make a dime from, a lot, they were suffering, but the rich Dominicans, that was their guy, because he made them make a lot of money during his, his, his dictatorship. They make a lot of money. America, too, make a lot of money from him until they got rid of him, allegedly. But what I'm saying is, Wafia Trujillo was a racist, El Muenga, Sister Pendejo Maricón, that's who he was, Okay. A lot of Dominicans will not talk about him because they know that the history of, of, of him. He, he, kill, he didn't like Haitian. He killed about twenty to 30,000 Haitian, like I stated on the podcast earlier. That's why I tell Haitian, those of us who are Haitian nationals, do not go to Dominican Republic. I repeat, don't go there. They treat you guys like dogs. Do not go there. I don't know why you guys keep going there and embarrassing yourself. For what? I don't know. I understand you guys get desperate, but look for other um, islands to go to. Do not go to San Domingo until they resolve the Dominican Republic and the UN resolve this 
problem. That's the same thing in Bahamas, the way they treat Haitian in Bahamas. I, I, mean, I, call, I call them out on that. In my last podcast, they hate me in prejudice towards Haitian. And Dominicans have a lot of prejudice towards Haitian because they was bred that way for, for over 100 years now. So that being said, if you're Dominican nationals who don't have this, you know, who don't think like that, I would advise you to call your government to change those laws in Santo Domingo towards Haitian. Because by and large, we are the same people. We came from the same bloodline, the same lineage. I repeat, we are the same people. We came from the same bloodline and from the same lineage. Whenever you kill a Haitian, you're killing your brother, your sister, vice versa. Okay? We are brothers and sisters. There's no need for us to have all this hate and this animosity towards each other because we were brainwashed by the Spaniards and the French and the English. So there's no need for us to do that. It's the same thing. This is the same correlation in America. You see, the same thing. They divide our people. And I, and I keep telling you, I feel this in my spirit and my soul. The black American will rise and Haiti will rise once again. Because Haiti was the first black republic in the Americas, by far. 1804, we fought a 12-year 12, uh, 12 war with, French, with the French. And we fought with the Spaniards and the English. And we defeated them all. That's why you wonder why Haiti cash a lot of hell. That, there goes the reason why Haiti cash a lot of hell. Because we are the only nation in the world that have defeated three European world powers. That's Spain, España, Francia. And Angleta is those three. France, Spain, and England. We have defeated them all three. They have not been a, a country in Africa, Asia, or the Americas that have done that, except the Haitian. We are the only people that have done that. That's why they don't put our name on the history books. They make you see like we are like monkeys and dummies. But Haiti, that's a war bloodline. Haitian come from a war bloodline. Same thing for Dominicans. They came from a war bloodline. But that being said, Dominicans who don't feel that way, I would advise you, write your government in Santo Domingo. Tell them that to change the law towards the Haitian. Especially those Haitian that was born there. And that, that goes for a Haitian that was born there or a Haitian that wasn't born in the Dominican Republic. It's time for us to address those issues and get them solved. Because our children is the future. Our children are going to suffer moving forward. We need to stop this nonsense. It's time this racism got to stop. I know the white men conquer us and divide us to nationality. But our bloodline is still the same. The blood, yeah, the blood was, it was converted. But at the same time, it's still a, a war of bloodline. And Haitian, we are very proud people. We have a great history and great culture. And my last note on this podcast if you're Haitian nationals who do business, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I want you to listen to this and, and put it in your heart. Don't go to Santo Domingo for pleasure or business. My advice to any Haitian national who's going to listen to this podcast, and I go for black American also and, and so an African who don't know the history. I would advise you guys not to go there. But if you're a businessman or woman who wants to invest in Santo Domingo, just be careful when you go there. Just be very, very careful. So that being said, Rafael Trujillo was a pendejo maricong. Uh, he was a racist. He ruled Dominican Republic for 31 years with an iron fist, just like Batista ruled Cuba for, for all these years with an iron fist. That being said, thank you for uh, tuning in. Adios, ciao. 
Au revoir. Take care.